fan fiction. Crack open your Mountain Dew and your Doritos and ink up your quill. Also, please give me a Mountain Dew and Doritos because I'm thirsty and hungry. Fan fiction. It's the respite of nerds everywhere who don't know how to funnel their creative energy. Nerds, Steve? Would a nerd write a 10-page Final Fantasy X fan fiction when they were 13 years old? Yes. Fan fiction. Slash fiction is the dirty version of fan And I've never heard of it. Oh. The Steve doth protest too much, methinks. It's, it's my only way to feel anymore. Fan fiction. Once upon a time, a hunky Chris and a dashing Steve were walking down the street. As they passed, their eyes locked, and in that moment they knew they would forever be drawn into the The Review Never. Welcome to the Review Universe, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two crunchy men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. Crunch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, was that, that was you trying lot. to crunch? Uh, yeah. Well, I I, real- I started. And it then sounded I- like Donald Duck was getting stabbed. <laughs> that, well, that's how they do. That's how they do foley work for. Uh, for cr- for crunch noises, like people walking on bro- broken glass, it's actually Donald Duck getting, oh, okay. getting uh, stabbed. They gather all the Donald Ducks and try to kill him, or yep. s- at least stab him. Mm-hmm. And then the, the poor guy, since there's only one real Donald Duck, right. uh, he just they just bring him back to life and stab him again. How do they bring Donald Duck back to life? Prayer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Haven't you, ever, haven't you ever heard of Easter? Uh, no. What is it? It's the thing we reviewed like 50 jelly beans for. What's jelly beans? Uh, <laughs> I do like this. Is I want to hear your actual. Is that so? That was your crunching noise. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, oh no, go ahead. That so that. <laughs> oh, that's that was awful. crunching. I, yeah, let me try again. Okay. Uh, it, just say we're two crunchy men. What? Say we're two crunchy men. We are two crunchy men. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I guess that's better. Let me well, try. Wait, let me try. Okay, let me try. Wait, no, you just tried. Let me try. Let me lead you into it as well. Okay, I mean. oh, sure. Uh, welcome to the Review Universe, everybody. I'm Chris. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> you say it every week. No, I don't like you trying to talk like me. <laughs> welcome to the Review Universe, everybody. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. Hey. And then. Oh, and we are two crunchy men who are hired to review everything in the Review Universe. <laughs> You, I say it so many times, you don't even know what I say. <laughs> I, I tone out. Repeat. You know, I'm, I get my head focused to wait for the adjective. <laughs> okay, let me give my crunch. Okay. It just sounds like you're eating. <laughs> you don't think it sounds crunchy? I mean, I, I guess it just sounds like you're eating a lot of food. I guess it's a little crunchy. Right. You know what else is crunchy? Taco shells. My hippie mother. What? My mom who's a hippie. Is she? Not not that. my real mom, my my other mom. Like your Review Universe character mom? 
What? What? My Rib Universe <laughs> character mom? Yeah, the um the the mom of your uh, of, of Chris. So this is a podcast <laughs> where Steve and I uh, have been hired to review everything in the universe. We were walking down the street Beep. one day, and then a couple Dianes and a couple of Helens they came up to say, "Stop what you're doing and come with us because we're gonna review everything." Like that bus. We said, "How do we review this bus?" They said, "This bus is a bus," and toot, I said, toot. "Bus." I can't stop rhyming bus with bus so how do i stop steve tell me bus well you go on a bus and you ride a bus and you sit on the bus and you drive the bus then you lie the bus and you get in the bus and you and you and you and the bus you even forgot regular words after that and only we know is the word of bus hi bus. my name is chris and this is the universe re universe <laughs> Okay. Yep, <laughs> that's great. And bring but, it uh, but yeah, we're we're stuck in this room and it's filled with pneumatic tubes, and we get things to review uh, every so often. It always happens to be. It seems to be like once or twice a week, right? Yeah, like, it's, kinda it's, on it's schedule. That's the that's the uh, pattern I've been noticing as yeah. of recently. And then, it felt like it started off like once a week, and now it's like twice a week, almost right. like Monday and Thursday instead of just Thursday. I also think it's important to note that they make us record every review in order to send it out to the world for yeah. posterity's sake, I yeah. think is, was their reason. They make right? us record it and put it on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher, and they even made us uh, create social media accounts, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you shouldn't be mistaken because you've been running it for the past few months. I have. Uh, I am in charge of Review Universe PC on Instagram. That's right. And uh, less active, but still in charge of Review Universe PC on Twitter. What does PC stand for? Poopy caca? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yes. Initially it did, but then I realized right. uh, by coincidence it also stands for podcast. Right. And because we couldn't put the normal abbreviation for podcast is pod, but uh, we were one letter too long on uh, oh, Twitter, right. so we had to do PC. Yep. For podtastically correct. And the rest, they say, is, is your story. Well, what? Yes. What? What? Who said mm, yeah. that? Noise. Is it Steve? Steve. It's me. Hey, guess what? We don't have a Chris's Wrong Corner this week. We don't? I don't think so. Uh, I don't maybe. think I was wrong about anything. That's usually Chris's Wrong Corner is a segment where I admit things that I've been wrong about the previous episode, and I don't think I was wrong about anything. Steve, can you think of anything I've been wrong about? Not off the top of my head, right? Nor off the bottom of my head. Oh, we do have a a segment for Scott Ray Merchant's Consistency Corner, which was a (sighs) new segment uh, introduced last week. May may I um, just uh, associate, may I just actually introduce the sound that's going, it's like the music that's associated with uh, Scott's Consistency Corner. Uh, Can you just reintroduce Scott's Consistency Corner? Well, you really want me to be setting you up for stuff today, don't you? I do. Well, we have these new mics. The next segment's called Scott Ray Merchant's Consistency Corner. I hate you, Scott. (laughs) Scott's a person who likes to pull apart our uh, theory, or not our theories, our uh, story about how we've come to be here and what we do every week. Um, yeah, like reviewing Because he doesn't have anything reality. better to do is my, be- my guess, right? Yeah. Um, we don't do anything in virtual reality, Steve. We've already discussed that it is uh, astral projection, which right, is right. different than virtual reality. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to throw Scott for a loop. He said, so he asked, literally and astrally are the same thing? And I said, yes, when it is actually the thing that is being projected in. It's not a program. It's not anything that they would do in that scenario. It's literally that person's body being projected in the room. So let's say I'm at home and I get a notification from the Hellens. They say, hey, you're about to be astrally projected into the universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, They would scan us and we would then see ourselves be in that room and we would be moving around and like talking and walking in real time 
Kind of like Doctor Strange, yeah. yeah. And uh, then his next comment was, Steve acts like he only knows one thing about me, but he's never actually observed me being late. So that's a comment about every time we brought up Scott, Steve says that he's late about things. Um, that, that, that's also patently untrue. <laughs> Uh, so do you have a, a moment where you've seen Scott be late about something? Um, at your birthday, when we were astrally projected, yeah. um, into the hotel for our walking booze tour, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we, we were the first people there. Yes, it's true. And, uh, was he late? Oh yeah. So would you be correct in assuming that his name is Scott Late Merchant? I think we've said that before and I think we should confirm it. Confirmed. Stamp. Ooh, we got our review for the episode, Steve. Hooray. Um, guess what it is? Um, fan fiction? How, how the fuck did you know that? I just did the intro with you, like, f- six minutes ago. How did you do that? Astral projection. Whoa, like Doctor Strange? Kind of like Doctor Strange. How did you know? How did you know? I feel like Scott's going to have something to say about this. Mm, Scotty boy. Mm, I notice you're unbuttoning your shirt. <laughs> It's hot in here. It is hot. I had to take off my hoodie. I have to, I have to take, turn off the AC in order for us to record without any background noise. Yes, and it's getting spicy already in that's here. That's true, because even though this room is full of pneumatic tubes, we also thankfully have AC, because it's hot in this basement. Uh, hot like Scott. Oh. Right? You want to compliment the guy. I, I think we should stop talking about Scott. I think I'm Hey, we're Scott. doing fan fiction this week, Steve. Yeah, no, I said it. I did, too. Oh. Jinx. Eh. Mm personal jinx Fuck. you owe me a coach bag yeah <laughs> does it have to be real uh no it can be knockoff okay uh no one me... can tell the difference right, right. Uh, i will have that for you uh in seven hours what do you, how are you gonna go get it amazon oh they sell knockoffs on amazon yeah knockoff.amazon.com okay it's it's its own website yeah like smile.amazon.com does like charity that's a can i get thing. uh can i get door knockers on knockoff uh, I, yeah, it's like their flagship um, uh, product. <laughs> did you forget the word for product? I did. Okay. Which I'm surprised cool. I remembered flagship. <laughs> right. Um, hey, Steve, we're going to mm-hmm. review fan fiction. Yeah. And uh, guess what? We, You and I each have chosen three stories, three fan fiction stories, and we will be reading them live on the mic. Right. It's live. I mean, it's not live. Like, yeah, like we're not doing it. As you're hearing it. I mean, right. although we could, because we are being astrally projected, it, it theoretically yes, could be happening. Correct. But we're actually, we're recording it, and then you'll hear it later. So I take back when I said live, because that was lies. Mm. And you, you can't say literally anymore on this thing without being judged, apparently. <laughs> literally. Wow. Um, okay, so Steve, I think you got the first story, right? Let's jump right in. Uh, I do. Um, so we're going to basically uh, introduce the story, and we're going to read through the entire story. Um uh, speaking for whatever character's uh, line it is, and we'll try to do our best impressions, which will most likely be terrible. But um, we're going to read through the entire story, and then at the end, we'll talk about that story. Right. So uh, the first one uh, that came across my plate mm-hmm. um, is what a kind few- of what kind of plate? China, China like plate. fine China. Oh, okay. Not it's like not, the, it's not, not like, like the, the tectonic con- plate yeah. that China rests. It's not like on. the country of China. Uh, on a plate. Correct. Okay. No, no, no. It's it's like fine china from my sixth wedding. Cool. So not, what? Six weddings? I was going to say, you're not going to address that? <laughs> I mean, all right, cool. Uh, Don't yep, want to talk about it. it. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. All right. So this is a Futurama um, mm-hmm. 
uh, fan fiction. Cool. Uh, we, we've definitely talked about that show before. We have. So we felt it would be uh, pertinent for this to fall across my plate. And um, talking about a plate. The author of this particular work is, uh, I think you say, Bufflitica? Uh, B-U-F-F-L-Y-T-I-C-A. Yeah, Bufflitica. That's, that's what I'm going yeah, with. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the title is Zoidberg's Speech. Um, also, for posterity's sake, we will be leaving in any misspellings. Yes, you, we, we will, you will know uh, that we are reading this literally word for word, letter for letter, uh, punctuation for punctuation, for Correct. whatever that's worth. Um, and I, I do need to immediately point out that the S in speech, which is part of the title, is not capitalized and should be. So <laughs> let's you. let's start there. All right. So I will away. be doing the narration, and Chris will be doing the... Uh, characters. Characters. Zoidberg's speech. Dr. Zoidberg, who was a wealthy, esteemed doctor on Decapod 10, was about to a presentation on Decapod 10. Just quick, quick, quick retraction. Uh, that that is correct. Just that's an example of us reading the real. It doesn't say to give. It says sure. to a presentation. He was speaking to an established medical organization known as Decapodians for the Study of Humanity. None of that was capitalized, and it should have been. I don't think we need to say every time something's not capitalized. I know, but it bothers me. Okay. Gonna... It was on human anatomy, at least according to what Decapodians thought of it. Dr. Zoidberg started his speech by saying, Subjects of Decapod 10, I am here to present you new findings about human anatomy. A Decapodian asked, Is this about how they use their eggs in cuisine? Zoidberg said, No, they eat the eggs of other species and can be quite scary on their own planet to creatures smaller than them. Zoidberg then said, Humans are these four-legged creatures covered in this fine covering called fur. A typical human is a small creature with pointed ears and a long tail. Contrary to public belief, humans do not actually do not lay eggs, but give birth to several young at once that they raise for several months. The Decapodian who spoke about eggs said, I've never heard of an animal that does not lay eggs. Zoidberg then shouted, Be quiet! Zoidberg then continued, Humans are known for being easily distractible. Pointing a little red spot at the wall can distract them for hours. If another creature, usually the two-legged humans, two-legged ones humans live with, puts out a box, they will jump into it. The most interesting thing new discovery about humans I have known is that they apparently have very rough tongues. I found this out the hard way. A different Decapodian said, Why do humans have tails? Zoidberg screeched, I don't know! A small orange quote-unquote human walked into them room and said, in Amy's voice, Zoidberg, wake up! When Zoidberg woke up, he was back on the Planet Express. Amy said, You got everything wrong about humans except that they don't lay eggs. You were describing cats, which I am allergic to. Zoidberg exclaimed, On my planet, nobody would know the difference. Zoidberg and Amy were then informed the ship was approaching Thuban 9. <laughs> the end. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, sure. <What? laughs> so I have a lot of questions. Okay. One... Um, <coughs> so most of that was just... Zoidberg talking about cats. Right. In right. like, in an, and there were no jokes, right? I, I think the, the joke was he thought humans were cats. 
Right. But my Which biggest no question sense. is, how did Amy know what Zoidberg was talking about? Chris. What? Really? You didn't get this? What? Are you serious? No. You didn't understand this? No. Neither did I. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I um. So I don't she know. came in and told him to wake up, and then explained the, his entire dream to him. Yeah, like the speech that he <laughs> gave in his dream. She explained. She said, "You got everything wrong about humans, except they don't." So she also blatantly described the joke. Right. right? Yeah. Which I mean, thank God she did because I never would have gotten it otherwise. <laughs> right. I, me too. There were no illusions at all that would have made me think that he was talking about cats. But here's my problem. Okay. And I, I'm not as well, and I'm using this loosely, well-versed in fan fiction as, as you uh, you are, okay. I think. I, it's newer to me. Um, I, I, is fan fiction supposed to kind of, like, stick with the story and the plot? It depends on how you write it. So, like, you can do, uh, I think they're called uh, one-shots, which are, like, something like this, okay. where it's just one story and then it's done. But a lot of fan fiction is written in chapters as well to people who, you know, depending on the level of interest, they will continue to release chapters. So I guess my my question is, uh-huh. if this is supposed to stay true to the Futurama storyline, uh-huh. Zoidberg knows what the fuck a human is and what a cat is. And <laughs> right. I'll give you a little creative license. Yes, he was dreaming and things can be weird in your dreams. Fine. But, like, he knows that. Like, he, he knows. <laughs> and, and here's a line I have to just read. Excuse me. Here, read again. Um, you got everything wrong about humans, except that they don't lay eggs. Is that there are a lot of negatives in that sentence? Was that correct? You got everything wrong about humans, except that they don't lay okay. eggs. But he said they do lay eggs. Did he? Let me see. Oh yeah, it's about how they use their eggs in cuisine. No, they eat the eggs of. God damn. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Let's go this way. Oh no, he does say contrary to popular belief, public belief, humans do not lay eggs. Oh okay. So I like that. That not only did she explain the joke, but for anybody wondering, she. she there's we have clear cut scientific confirmation right. from this fan fiction that humans confirmed do not lay eggs. And she, I liked that she added the little uh, the little tidbit in which I am allergic to. Yeah, which is actually a fact. It is from the show. It's a nice little uh, nice little tidbit there. So what was that episode uh, where she that like darn the, cats? That's a, which is a great episode yeah. toward the end of the the run. But I bring that up to say that is one of the most minute details <laughs> of the show. Right. That. It's great that you included that, but why did you include that? But the fact that Zoidberg doesn't know anything about human beings. <laughs> but also, why is Amy walking into Zoidberg's room and waking him up? Yeah, and what's Thuban Nine? That- yeah, though that was a big old cliffhanger. They said so? they, they was approaching approaching Thuban Nine. I'm gonna take approaching approaching. I'm gonna take a, <laughs> a, a gamble guess here. Oh, one like of the, one can... of your classic GGs, yeah, gamble guess. A double G. I'm gonna roll the dice here. And Ooh, you're gonna roll the dice and make a gamble guess. That based on yep. That wow, <laughs> you're yep. you're still living in Vegas, aren't you? Hi, you betcha, brother. Red, black, was thirteen. Oh God. I win. Oh, I won. A gamble seizure. One of those <laughs> GSs. Who can't can't spell leisure without gamble leisure? Don't wink at me. <laughs> too too late. Um, <laughs> too, too late. So my, what I was going to say is, considering the weird amount of detail, like the detail that they focused on, I would venture to guess that Thuban 9 mm-hmm. is probably a planet they visited at some point in the episode, in the in the series. Um, yeah, oh, oh, for sure is. Uh, I, I would consider my, you know, Futurama knowledge to be better than this because apparently I know everything else. You do know quite a bit. Um. Thuban 9 was the ninth planet of the Thuban star. It's inhabited by the Thubanians and the chicken salmon. It's from the That Darn Darn Cats episode. Oh. 
So I guess it's like a prequel to the That Darn Cats episode. She must have, she, he must have watched, she, he, they must have watched that episode and been like, I want to write a thing. What happened before this? Zoidberg had a dream. Bog. Zoidberg. Zoidberg. Yeah. Um, it's I, a lot of, a lot of plot holes. I got to say. Name um, one. I ju- we just spent 10 minutes naming them. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. I'll listen back. Um. Uh, but you know, uh, let's go ahead and we never oh, did our rating right. rating scale for the episode, okay. as we always forget to do. Yeah. Um. So we normally rate everything out of a hundred blanks, uh, and this episode is no different. Mm, uh, it is which, not. Which well, uh, I mean, this episode is different than our other episodes. It's no different. The All the episodes are the same. All the episodes are the same. We are podcast bot. We are. We are both one robot. We are podcast bot. I call the upper area. I call lower. Oh, I'm the P bot. <laughs> <laughs> and the poo poo bot. And the poo poo bot. Um. Well. So wait. So Ding out of a hundred, what's um f- fanfics? <laughs> okay, that's good, Steve. <laughs> I made I made it up because it's short for fan fiction. Um. I think well well one of the most popular types of fan fiction. Okay. Um. What do you think it is? That slash stuff we talked about. Well, no, that's a style of fan fiction. I'm saying, what's the most popular like? Uh, oh, like category. Like yeah. like our theme that's written about brand. You know, you know say like Star about. Wars, not Star Wars. I meant Star Trek. I, I feel like that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, Enterprises. Enterprises. Uh, I, I'm trying to look actually, uh, but I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, so are you are you, look, are you looking for like the franchise? I'm trying to find the the most the most. Let's just go. Uh, <laughs> This is juices. the most time we've ever spent on this. 100 juices, juices, as in creative juices. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. Okay. So uh, what do you give Zoidberg's speech out of 100 juices? Well, here's the... I think what's going to be the tricky part about rating all of these that I'm thinking about right now is they're all fucking terrible, right? Oh, maybe. We'll see. But, I, I mean, but by nature, fan fiction is kind of terrible. So it's like, are we rating it on how greatly terrible it is or just how much we enjoyed it? I think uh, let's go rating on how good it was slash like how, how much entertained we were, how closely, it, how much sense it made, how good it was, and how closely it was to the actual like thing it's trying to uh, write about. Okay, that's fair. So a lot of a lot of factors going sure. into it. Um, so <coughs> excuse me. With that in mind, so I'm getting over. You a cold. never cough except for when we're recording. For some well, reason. yeah, I, I'm also getting over a cold. Um, I never heard of those. Well, that's because you don't snuggle me I only anymore. get hots. Yeah, well, that, that's because we're opposites. Uh, that's why I'm the bottom and you're the top. Thank bot. you. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm the pee-pee-poo-poo guy. Um, so not not too many like spelling grammatical errors, but the ones that were there were great. Mm-hmm. Um, there were definitely... I, I can't get my, my mind around this fact that Zoidberg did not know what cats or humans were, considering <laughs> he's like a doctor and he's like, he's a goofball, but he's actually pretty smart. Yeah. Um, there's there's a running joke about, you know, what he doesn't know. Yeah. Like about humans, but... It's true. But like, he knows what a human is. Yeah. And, but I did also like that attention to detail of uh, the allergic to cats. But overall, I kind of hated this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 32 out of 100. Uh, what did we say? Juices. Juices. Yeah. I mean, it was... Uh... A lot of plot holes, I gotta say. And I, why? How does Amy know what Zoidberg is dreaming about? Like, forgot did, about that one. We should have pointed right. that. And out And then earlier. they left it on a big, a big uh, cliffhanger. I want to know more about uh, Zoidberg's speech. There might be a chapter. And also, too. it did the classic "Don't ever do this" uh, of stories, which is make everything a dream. 
that's boring. Yeah. Um, so I'm giving it a 22 out of 100 juices. Unless you're Inception. Juices. Why do you got to interrupt me when I say stuff? Because I just needed to, to rectify this. Oh, cool. Because Inception is the best movie about dreams out there, I think. Um, what about Vanilla Sky? Never Spoilers saw. for Vanilla Sky. Is that the Tom Cruise one? The whole thing was a dream. Is that Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. In, uh, spoiler alert, I think he's dead. I think you, yeah, it's like the whole thing was a fucking Limbo. dream. I don't even know. Oh, who cares? Stupid. He's um, crazy. So I got my guy next up there. Did you like that? Yep. Yeah, I very much. Thank you. Um, That's why I didn't stop you or correct you because I just thought it was great. This one, this one is from the world of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, this is my first time seeing this. By the way, this is the first time for both of us correct. seeing these things. And for obvious reasons, we won't try to sound like the characters. Um, what, what's why obvious? Racist. Oh yes. And <laughs> oh yes. I, I, to, for clarification, I knew that. I just I yes, just for sure wanted to make sure we all um, knew that. So, but uh, you know, I'll be reading the narration. Um, Steve, let's go ahead and. Have you play Carlton? Yes. And I'll be Will Smith. It's not unusual to have fun yeah. with anyone. Rabbit out of there. It's not um, okay. unusual. Shut up, please. Shut up. 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 This one is called Steve. See me cry. I want to die. I want to die. This one is called Fresh Prince's Day at the Science Center. Written by Timmy S. And he has a uh, disclaimer beforehand. Uh, It says, says, the Fresh Prince goes to the Science Center. Disclaimer, I don't own the Fresh Prince franchise. You know, (laughs) I'm glad he put that there because I was like, I wonder if this is the Timmy, Timmy S, S right. of the of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Everyone has heard tell of the legend of Timmy S. Well, what you might not know is Will Smith's middle name is Timmy. Yeah. Uh, and, right. sometime, and before he was the Fresh Prince, he went by Timmy S. Yes. So and I that's think that's, um, that's probably where that came from. Correct. That absolutely real fact that I did not just make up. <laughs> All right. Ready to dive into this one? Yeah. So I'm Carlton, just to confirm. You are. Okay. Hang on. Yep. There's a lot of spelling errors in this one, so bear with us. <coughs> yes, please. Here we go. Yo, Carlton. What will said Carlton? I am the narrator. Oh, sorry. Please. Start Thank over. You. Start yeah. over. Don't ever, ever say my line again. Sorry. Yo, Carlton. What will said Carlton? Are you as bored as I am? Asked Will. Do I look? Do I like bored Will? At asked Carlton. I'm listening to Frank Sinatra and doing crosswords. How could possibly even think I was bored? Mm. I have no idea, Carlton. How could I possibly be so dumb? Said Will sarcastically. Yeah, I know. Said Carlton, not noticing the sarcasm in Will's voice. So, Carlton, how do you fell about putting those stupid (laughs) crosswords and shutting off that Frank Sinatra music and coming to the Science Center with me? Asked Will. Sure, I guess that might be a horrible idea, said Carlton. What made you think I would want to go there in the first place, let alone with you? Exclaimed Carlton. As Carlton sat in the chair, <laughs> in the chair, content with his crosswords and Frank Sinatra, Will began to wonder, how could I possibly get Carlton to do something with me? Will thought to himself. <laughs> After a long time... Pondering, Will came up with a brilliant idea. I know, thought Will. I'll just tell him that they have a special exhibit devoted to classical nice. music. So, as Carlton got up to find his other crossword book, Will <laughs> told him, 
Oh, and by the way, Carlton, I'm not sure if I told you or not, but the Science Center has a new exhibit <laughs> on right now about classical music, said Will. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Hot diggity dog, exclaimed Carlton. Why didn't you tell me earlier? He asked. Oh, said Will. I just forgot about, I just forgot how much you liked classical music, he told Carlton. You are very weird sometimes, Will, said Carlton. But I will come with you to the Science Center. Oh, and by the way, Will, said Carlton, how are we going to get to the Science Center? We live in Beverly Hills, and the Science Center is in Canada. Um, said Will, I guess I forgot to think about that. Oh, great, said Carlton. Mr. Genius over here didn't even consider that beforehand. <laughs> also, you said Mr. Genius incorrectly. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jean-Wi over here. <laughs> G-E-N-U-I-S. Over here, H-E-A-R, didn't even consider that beforehand? Nope, said Will, not really seeming to care. Ugh. Said, grunted Carlton. Sometimes the level of stupidity that can fit in your body amazes me, Will. Said Carlton. Shut up. Shut up, Carlton, said Will in an annoyed tone. (laughs) There wasn't any indication that that wasn't Carlton, sorry. (laughs) The next morning, when Will and Carlton had both woken up, the decided to ask (laughs) Uncle Phil if they could use the old van... To drive to the science center. Oh, I didn't figure out uh, Uncle Phil was in this. Okay. Absolutely not, exclaimed Uncle Phil. I wouldn't trust you two riding bikes to Canada, he said. Aw, come on, Uncle Phil. It's educational, said Will. Well, I guess that might be okay, said Uncle Phil. But only if you call me from your cell phone twice a day. (laughs) Okay, we will, said Will and Carlton at the same time. As the walked away, (laughs) Will whispered to Carlton, for such a big man, it takes a very small amount of persuasion to change his mind. Within the next hour, Will and Carlton had packed and were ready to get going. Carlton, hurry up, yelled Will. You've been getting your CDs for the past half hour, he shouted. Sorry, but I have to have them, shouted Carlton back. The kid is going to drive me Me insane. The kid is going to drive me insane, thought Will. (laughs) Finally, when Carlton had finished packing, they loaded up the van and set out for Canada. After four days of taking turns driving, they finally arrived at their destination. I just can't wait for the exhibit, shrieked Carlton. Take some deep breaths, will ya, Carlton? (laughs) I never heard a guy make such a high-pitched noise before, said Will. As soon as Will and Carlton had walked through the front door of the Science Center, Carlton immediately ran off to ask someone where the classical music exhibit was. This could be interesting, thought Will to himself. Seconds later, Carlton came storming back to Will. You said there was a classical music exhibit, shouted Carlton. Oops, responded Will. Why would you do that, Will? yelled Carlton. I knew it was the only way to get you to come here with me, answered Will. A couple minutes later, they Mm -hmm. decided... What? Oh, a couple's minutes later, they decided (laughs) that they would both look around by themselves and meet back up when they had both calmed down. I don't need to calm down, thought Will. After a while, Will made his way over to the sports section of the Science Center. He walked through the doors and saw two girls that made his heart go crazy. Hey, ladies, how's it going? asked Will. The girls didn't seem to hear him, so he tried again. If I could control the alphabet, I would put you and I together. This comment caught their attention. Sorry, but we're taken, the girls responded. Are you sure about? asked Will when he put his arm around one of the girls. Suddenly, toe guys who could pass (laughs) as gorillas started walking towards Will. Hey, fellas, how's it going? stuttered Will. 
Were you trying to hit on our ladies? One of them said. Oh no, said Will. I would never think of doing such a thing. Carlton, who was in a nearby room, heard screams. Is that it? Nope. Wait, wait, I didn't want to flip to the wrong page. Oh. That sounds like Will, thought Carlton. Soon after, Carlton saw Will stagger out of the sports room. What happened? asked Carlton. This just isn't my day today, answered Will. After wandering around for a while longer, they both agreed it was time to go home to Beverly Hills. The end. Wow, what a cop-out. <laughs> what was the cop-out? Immediate thoughts, Steve. Come on. Great. Yeah? No. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's all, all the options for answers you have. Yep. Great. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. A few things stuck out to me. Okay. One, I uh, didn't know they had a van. <laughs> I'm not sure that they do in the show. They might. I, in I don't. Beverly Hills? It's one of their Beverly Hill vans. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, they being like the, the, uh, yep, the Banks family. I know what you mean. Um, two, I don't get why they put so much detail into the story. It's like, oh, they took all this. They got there. They went there. They traveled there. They did this. And then they wandered around and left. Beat the end. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. So tune in next Tuesday at 8 p.m. NBC. Well, but also, I think in the why would why would Will's character want to go to a science center in Canada to begin with? That's a great question. <laughs> um, I mean, they're kind of there with the Carlton liking, you know, quote, nerdier stuff. Sure. But um, but yeah, why why Canada? Why a science museum? <laughs> and why is Will picking up picking up chicks there? Right. Like, and, why? And he gave up pretty easily too with the, with the ladies, right? Yeah, I do. Um, I did like that line. Hang on, I have to find it. Um, the alphabet one. Um, are you sure about? <laughs> that's yep. that's uh, just to just to recap uh sorry but we're taken the girls responded are you sure about will asked as he put his arm around one of the girls <laughs> Suddenly, and it's not even like it was interrupted like, right. there's no ellipses there's no there's no nothing it's are you sure about also not even a question, also i feel sure like about? carlton shouldn't blind wouldn't blindly believe will like that right right T- here i want to i want to try something here okay tell me a fact an actual fact okay just anything in the world in the world yeah blue-footed boobies are extinct are you sure about? No. Right. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to see that in action. Thank you. Are they actually in sync? Is that a fact? Uh, I don't know. No. Oh. We'll find out next week on Chris's Wrong Corner. Yeah. Or <laughs> also known as, are you sure about Allie? <laughs> are you sure about Allie? Um, yeah. What, what else? What else uh, stuck out to you? Um, I, I think just uh, format-wise, <laughs> yeah. the the fact that. Maybe two or three times I read what I thought was my line, and I don't know if you that did might have once. been my fault. But even, but even so, like, there's no the fact that you had to format this to make this look even remotely readable says a lot, right? Um, but like, even so, it's like there are definitely there are times where I'm just like, I don't know who's, who's talking. Like, why? There's no indication that it'd be Carlton talking or Will talking <laughs> or. Uh, or I just want to, yeah, I just want to know where the science center is, and how does Will know about this science center in Canada? One thing I will say, nice attention to detail, um, Will Will would have made a big guy, fat guy joke about Uncle Phil. Oh, yeah. Which they, they did make one. Um, for such a big man, it takes a very small amount of persuasion to change his mind. Sure. Which I, I don't he got, think. He got the the vagities about the characters correct. Yeah. Which it seems to be the, the trend I'm noticing so far <laughs> they amongst know, these two. They are like half writing so the characters. Far. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, okay, I know there's one fact about Amy Wong. She's allergic to cats. I'm going to write right. a Futurama. And then next, my, my cousin, he's gonna he knows one thing about uh, Dr. Phil. Um, Dr. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, yeah, yeah, uh, and then his brother, Mr. Phil Banks, uh-huh. the judge, honorable. Yeah. You got the you got the white Dr. Phil, 
and the black judge. Yeah. Hey, Timmy S. What? Hey, Timmy. Timmy S. Oh, yeah. Author of this uh, this fanfic. Get it together, Timmy S. No, I'm talking to you, Timmy S. Oh, hey, what's... Hi, what's up? Hey, uh, first of all, what grade you in? Two. Do you, you're in two grade? Yeah. Which two grades you in? Uh, both. Both? Both? Which ones? All. All, gra- all grades? Oh, yeah. you must go to one of them Canada schools. I do. Where they have science centers that have classical music exhibits. And sports exhibits. And sports exhibits. I see yeah. where all this inspiration came from. You know what? I'm done interrogating you there, Timmy S. Why are you holding a gun to my head? Well, because, well I'm not quite done. Because, well, here's the thing. I want all your Fresh Prince money because I know you tried to fool me and say that you don't own the Fresh Prince franchise, but I know that you do. So, Damn it. Yeah. My gambit has failed. Yeah, it sure has, Timmy. So uh, I'm going to go ahead uh, and ask you one more time to please give me all of your Fresh Prince writing money. Okay, hold on. Okay. There you go. It's you my diamond-encrusted tooth. You just ripped out your tooth and gave it to me? Yeah, This is all you got for several successful seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah, it's a pure diamond, though. You... I melted down my other diamonds into one in- into, super diamond. So for, for a secondary molar? Yeah. Oh. That's oh. worth it. It's it's a good thing this isn't your wisdom tooth, or else I'd say that was a pretty dumb idea. Oh, hey, okay. Fresh Prince. Boing. <laughs> um, I do like how easy it was to convince Uncle Phil. Yeah. Uh, they were like, you can't go. Absolutely not. I wouldn't trust you two riding bikes to Canada. And they go, oh, come on. It's educational. And he goes, okay. Yeah. Only if you call <laughs> me from your cell phone twice a day, though. Yeah. From <laughs> Yeah. Do you think? Wait, let me find that line. Um. From your cell phone, who do you think he was talking to? Do you think he was talking to Will or cell phone? Or <laughs> Will or Carl? Cell phone. <laughs> the, the hit character of cell phone who, banks. Who has the cell phone? Is it Will or it's Carlton? Abs- it's absolutely Carlton. Okay. Um, let's go a little off uh, off book here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think Hillary Banks was doing? Uh, in Like, what would her beeline plot right. of this episode You mean landline? Been? It's cell phone, cell phone sister landline. Sure, sure. Cell phone banks is yes. What, what is her B story landline going on in this episode? Where, 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 um, where is she at? I think she is going to the nature center, which mm-hmm. is in Antarctica. Sure. Um, she drives there, obviously. Obviously, uh, with, using with the Hillary, second van with um, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah, the other sister. Yeah. So I know. Oh, I love the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's as a hilarious. Child. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Jazz, uh, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Um, was his name Jazz on the show? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because they do the, the handshake with like, psh. No, I, that doesn't explain why his name is Jazz, though. <laughs> oh, I know, but I was just, I was just elaborating. <laughs> right. His name is Jazz because they do a I handshake. I think he like, plays uh, himself, kind of. I, yeah. I don't really know. I think it might, it might be. And jazz. he always gets thrown out of the house. It's a great book. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you, know, you know what I think would have happened if this was a real Fresh Prince episode? What? Uh, I think Jazz would have been there while uh, Will and Carlton were trying to convince Uncle Phil to go uh, take the van mm-hmm. and i think after um after they got the van i think jazz would have been the guy who dropped the line about big guy and persuasion sure. and then he would have gotten You're thrown, out, thrown of the house. out yeah and then he would have hidden in the van and come to the science yeah. center in canada with them i snuck in because I, you said that there was going to be a classical music exhibit here <laughs> and ladies <laughs> none of the none of the specifics make sense for the will smith one um for the fresh prince one but uh Gotta say, that damn Timmy S knows how to uh, spin a yarn. I'm gonna give it a thirty out of a hundred juices. Uh, uh, something of a of a frayed yarn. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, man. Um, what's that joke about? Uh, 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 intellectual yarn? burn. Oh, oh, oh. 
Uh, <laughs> why are you, why are you pulling away from the mic and talking? I don't know. Give me your ri- rating. My what? Oh, my rating. Uh, uh, I'm going to go 37 out of 100. Nice. I liked it a little better than the uh, Futurama one. Lots of detail. Made no sense. <laughs> sure. Brought in more characters. Yeah. But again, hit the hit the. And nuances. we all know more characters usually makes fan fiction better. Oh, easy. All right, Steve. So this next one is one of yours, and you're going to read the whole thing to me, aren't you? Uh, I am. Okay. I'm ready Because I, I, um, I think you're going to like this, and I apologize. Okay. I have to close, hold this close to my face because I had to screenshot this to print it out. Okay, cool. So this is um, this is mac and cheese fan fiction. What? Like macaroni and cheese fan fiction. Like the fiction. food? Yep. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you where this came up. I was in my fridge in the corner of the room this morning, and I had some- what? You know, we have I have a fridge in the corner of our little room here. Have you never noticed that? No. Where do you think I'm getting cold eggs from? I thought that you were creating them. I was creating cold eggs from yes. what? From my cloaca? Yeah. I learned that from uh, uh, Silver Spoon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Your cloaca? Cloaca. I, I mean, you cold have- Cold eggs from the cloaca. You have a notorious- Cold eggs from the cloaca. You have notoriously chilly cloaca. Yes. This is a well-known fact about me. All right, go ahead. How did you? Wait, I'm, okay. Just go ahead. Friendship. You're delayed. in the fridge. Fine. So I was in the fridge, and on the top shelf, this is a true story. I had some Kraft Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. which made me think of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Okay. And I knew I had to find some fan fiction, so I thought, I wonder if there's macaroni oh, and cheese fan fiction. What the fuck? And I'll tell you what, there's lots. Okay. There is. Did a you lot. choose the best? I I chose the most reasonably length. Oh, okay. That's that fair. I the the first most reasonably length that I could find. Okay. So I guess this go is, ahead. Um, <laughs> the fuck? So this is, this is called uh, Going Deep, okay. a mac and cheese fan fiction. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and this is um, the author. It's like a username. It's just dead things. All one oh, word. Oh, boy. I burst through the door of my house, tears streaming down my face. It had been a long day of school. And if I didn't get something in me soon, I might die. I throw my backpack into my room, and I head for the kitchen, my mouth already watering from the thought of what was to come. Jesus. I swing the door to my pantry open with such force that all the food inside it rattles, and I scan the area. I see him over in the corner, sitting on the shelf next to some peanut butter. I run over to him. You've been such a bad boy, I hiss as I pick him up, and I carry him back towards my stove. I put a pan of water on to boil, and I sit him on the chair next to mine at the table. Ugh, I moan. I can't wait until you're inside me, filling me up from the inside out, I tell him sexily. He doesn't respond. God, he's so sexy. I get up to check on the water. It's boiling, finally. Now he's one step closer to getting inside. I take his top off and dump him in. In only 11 to 12 minutes, we'll get to it, I tell him. And once again, he doesn't respond. If he's trying to get me all hot and bothered, it's already working. Once it's all done, I empty a bowl and stick my fork in. He makes a faint squishing noise. I stir him around. You know, you can't just jump right into it. You gotta have some foreplay. As I stir him, he makes more and more squishing sounds. A moan escapes my lips. Just get inside me already. I pile some of him on a fork and bring it close to my mouth. I lick the shaft of the fork up and down, just to turn him on some more. Finally, it seems as though he can't take any more, so I shove him in my mouth. His warmness is the first thing I feel, and then I feel his size. God, he's huge. 
He almost fills up my whole mouth. I slide my tongue around the fork and around him, tasting his cheesy goodness. I decide to stop teasing him, and I slide him in and out of my mouth, sliding my tongue over him and the fork. Then I can't take it anymore. I swallow him, and his warmness slides down my throat easily. I go back for more. My fork scrapes the bottom of the bowl. Shit! I'm all out! I look toward the empty box sitting in our recycling bin. You're safe. For now, I say, winking. Uh, oh my god. So, initial reactions there, Chris. That's something that I, I really, <laughs> really never thought would ever be coming through my brain. <laughs> would hear Steve, like, lustily reading, uh, basically... Uh, a porn version of a mac and of eating mac and cheese. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's it's horrifying. It's 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 horrifying. It's really well written though. It actually kind of is. Uh, I mean, you could you can you can honestly do that about most foods, right? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the fact that whoever this person is just dead things. coming home from school makes it a little weird. Mm-hmm. Because I, I picture, like, a kid from grade school making mac and cheese, because that's what I did from when I got home from grade yeah, that school. That could be a college you. kid, though. You know, commuter. I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's uh, it makes me want some fucking mac and cheese, that's for sure. Yeah. I have some craft mac and cheese in that pantry over there, Steve. What do Why you didn't you tell me that when you were asking what we wanted for dinner? Well, you said I'm not hungry and I don't want dinner. Oh, yeah. That's so on me. That's why. <laughs> Um, what do you think? I think um, it was really fucking weird. Yeah. Felt weird to read, not going to lie. I disagree with the title. It's going deep. I think they could have done much better than that. What would you have titled this? Um, uh, cheese Inside of Me? I don't know. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. Get Inside of Me? Or I don't fucking know. Well, it's it's it's. I wonder why they personified the mac and cheese as a man. Did they? Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah, they do say yeah, that. It's like, um, well, just dead things is Avatar looks female. Yeah, I guess so. But it also kind of looks like a, a fake model picture that like, oh, an Instagram yeah, I can see like that. weird model would like use as their their thing. So maybe it's like a weird dude pre- pretending to be a girl. That's possible. That that's that's most of the internet though, right? Yes, it is. That is ninety. That is <laughs> yes, it is ninety nine point one percent of the internet. Um, I. Uh, I'm trying to Google uh, Just Dead Things and see if there's a... Any other, you know, avatars or whatever pop up or any yeah. other... Doesn't look like it, though. I yeah. found a Reddit thread called Just Dad Things. <laughs> That's probably good. What's the first What's the first post on that? Um, I, I did cancel it out, oh. <laughs> so you'll never find out. Oh. What would you like the first post to be about on Just Dad Things? 400 dad jokes. Just in a row. One post is 400 dad jokes? Yeah, just bullet points. That's too many dad jokes, Steve. Not if you're a great dad. <laughs> what does being a great dad have to do with the amount of dad jokes you make? Really? What? Wait, seriously? Uh, obviously, the only way to be a, the only way to be a good dad is to make dad jokes. Right, but 400 in a row is, is approaching psychopathy. Uh, I think it's approaching sainthood. Th- sainthood? Yeah. Well, 
in organized religion, the saints are psychopaths. This is Chris's atheist cast. Tune in next week where we uh, interview <laughs> Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I was going to say corner and then too yeah. many corners. We have so many corners in this. Yeah, we, only, we have four. Um, I mean, we have two of our four corners filled already. We do. I would love to have... Uh, wait, wait one's, one's with a, a toilet. What? And one's with the wrong corner. Well, yeah, that's Steve's toilet corner. Mm-hmm. One is Chris's wrongs corner. Chris's wrong corner. One mm-hmm. is Scott Ray Merchant's consistency corner. Oh, that's And right. then our fourth one isn't filled. Oh, well, let's fill it with Ricky Gervais. I would love to have Ricky Gervais. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I feel like people are sick of him because he's so outspoken about that kind of stuff. I still think he's funny. I do too. I watch like Derek on Netflix. It's very funny. Tell him sweet. Steve sent you. Yep. When you when you when you hit play on Netflix, just make sure you Steve announce. Steve sent me from Anadolis. Yeah. Yell into your DVD player. And if you but if you have one of those like uh, Comcast or whatever Xfinity mic like microphone remotes, um, please tell me what comes up when you say Steve said do this. <laughs> Steve told me to do this. Uh, um, I love you, TV. So what was your um, favorite and least favorite part about uh, going deep mac and cheese fan fiction? Um, my favorite part uh, was probably the uh, um, his warm like uh, he's huge. He fills up my my whole mouth. I swallow him, and the warmness slides down my throat. It's like really descriptive. Yeah, that whole and then probably my my least favorite is when uh, he says. Or she, I guess, uh, says, "I stick my fork in, and it makes a faint squishing noise." Yeah, that's that's gross. How about you? Oh, I didn't like any of it. Okay, <laughs> I thought you're a big fan. No, no, not at all. I just I thought you would like mac and cheese fan fiction. So, you, so that was catered to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. What? How's that weird? I really liked it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. It was fine. It was it was, it was well. The best it was, written yes, one of for the sure. And so it was far. clever to a degree. I'm giving yeah. it a 55 out of 100 juices. I'm still gonna say pretty low here. Um, and I'm gonna go 44 out of 100 juices because, like I said, it's the best written one, but it's still kind of weird. For sure. All right, what do we got next? Next up, we have uh, one that I picked out from okay. Scooby Doo. Ooh, Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? You got someone to do now. Do you know the lyrics? Continue. You can't fool me. Good job, Steve. But I can see the way you shake and shiver. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby-Doo, get ready for your act. Don't hold back. And Scooby-Doo, if you come through, you're going to have yourself a Scooby snack. That's a fact. We both wanted to do the drum solo. Um, okay, so this is Scooby-Doo 1. There's two parts here, um, and the second part is very long, so I think we're just going to do the first part, and maybe we'll save the second part for a bonus episode. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> bon- 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 bonus. 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 Uh, all bonus. right, so I'll, I'll go into it. It's called Vietnam. Oh, Christ. By <laughs> Rorschach's Blot. Holy um, shit. Yep. Okay. Disclaimer. I haven't slept for about a day. I'm not saying that excuses my writing this, but I think it should mitigate things. The fictional work upon which this is based does not belong to me. I, I do appreciate uh, this aspect of fan fiction of the people who are writing it just confirming that they don't own the franchise. Right. Um, so, Steve, do you have any Scooby-Doo characters you'd like to play? Um, I'm prob- I could probably uh, give you a solid Fred. A Fred? Okay. Could you do uh, uh, 
Um, I think you have to be shaggy. shaggy Scooby. I think that's you. You do. Okay, I'll be Shaggy. You be everybody else. Okay. All right. Sure. Because Shaggy's the main character. Oh, okay, okay. Sure. Um, all right. And I'll be the, the narrator. I could actually probably do Shaggy. Really? Yeah, why not? And I'll do everybody else? Yeah. Okay, deal. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have this one. What? Oh, you need the actual physical. Yes, I need a copy of it. There you <laughs> go. All right. Thank you. We got, we're very prepared here. Yeah, we usually are. Oh, Vietnam. All right, ready? The gang had just solved the mystery of the flying cactus and had gone to one of the local diners to celebrate. Golly, Fred took a sip of his soda. That was a tough adventure. It sure was, man. Shaggy agreed. Like, I don't know how I got through it. (laughs) Scooby agreed. Uh, Excuse me, the soda jerk called out. Is there a Shaggy Robertson here? Like, that's me. Shaggy stood up. Phone call for you, sir. The man handed Shaggy a phone. Thanks, man. Shaggy held the phone up to his ear. Like, what can I do for you, man? Shaggy? The voice sounded hesitant. Yeah, man. Shaggy agreed. I'm Lisa Banks, Tony Banks' wife, the voice replied. Uh, How's he doing? Shaggy perked up. He died two days ago. Lisa's voice cracked. I'm very sorry to hear that. Shaggy slumped. Is there anything I can do for you? I was hoping that you could come to the funeral, Lisa replied. Tony always talked about you, and I was just hoping you could come. It took me two days to find you, and, and I just hope you can come. I'll be there. Shaggy had a lump in his throat. Where is it? In Saginaw, California, the reply came in a whisper. It's tomorrow. I don't know where you are, but... I'm not far away, Shaggy replied. I'll be there. It will be at the Parkfield National Cemetery at five in the (laughs) afternoon, Lisa replied. Thank you. I'll see you then, Shaggy nodded. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. The rest of the gang watched with undisguised curiosity as Shaggy spent several minutes on the phone. What was that all about, Shaggy? Velma asked with a raised eyebrow. Uh, I gotta go do something for a few days. Shaggy tried to project an image of false cheer. I'll meet you guys in Arizona. What do you have to do? Nothing much. Shaggy gave Scooby a pat on the head. Uh, Take care of Scoob while I'm gone. We will, but... Thanks. Shaggy gave another false smile and walked out of the diner. I've never seen Shaggy leave food behind, Daphne bit her lower lip. What do you suppose is wrong? You know Shaggy, Fred smiled. It was probably someone with a new mystery for us to solve. And do you think Shaggy would rush off to solve it by himself? Velma's eyebrows shot up. No, Fred shook his head. I think Shaggy would find a place to hide for a few days. I don't know, Fred. Daphne shook her head. I don't know. Well, that's end of part one. Oh. Part one. <clears throat> um, first question. <laughs> okay. Is is Roberts Shaggy's last name for real? Um, I don't know if they've ever actually uh like revealed his last name. I don't know either. I mean, maybe they would have in like like the live action movie with that guy from Scream. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, Jordan. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It is his last name, Rogers. Really? And it's not Joseph Gordon-Levitt know, playing know, Shaggy. <laughs> Matthew Lillard, that's his oh. name. Oh. Um, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. last name. Norville Shaggy Roberts was, is his full name. And was he in the Vietnam War? Um. So, no. He okay. definitely <laughs> wasn't. But I think he put something at the end saying, like, 
the original series took place in the 70s and it's very possible that Shaggy could have been drafted and sent to Vietnam. <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's okay. that. Sure. All right. Well, stay stay tuned for part two. I'm, um, I'm curious. Where this I think goes. my biggest problem with it um, was your your impression of Shaggy. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Fucking knew you were going to say that. Why? How'd you know? Because uh, you haven't made fun of me in like ten minutes. Uh, I haven't made fun of you in you ten have minutes. Not. It's been a long time since you've made fun of me, and I just yeah, I just that's felt fair. like it was. Coming. It was burning at the back of my brain. I had to do it oh, to release well, some of the gas. Uh, oh well, well, I'm, I'm sorry that 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 must have been such a small fire because you have a small brain. <laughs> I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. Why did you say that? You suck except Shaggy impression. But no, the sh- your Shaggy impression was just the same thing over and over. Oh well, cool. Uh, oh, my friend died. All right. That's what. That's how he talks, though. <laughs> yeah, but he he would. Oh, Scoob, I'm all sad. I'm. Not, I don't do a good Shaggy either. Oh, mama. Uh-oh. Yeah. Forgot words again? Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh. um, what was your favorite part? Um, learning that Roberts is his last name, to be honest. That was your favorite? Now, now that that's confirmed, I... I um... What was your least favorite part? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. The lack of comma between Saginaw and California. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that bothered me. I think my least favorite part was how there were no jokes in it, and it was like a fucking drama. The fuck is funny about Vietnam? Um, have you ever seen uh, Vietnam's Funnies? <laughs> no. There's a special on Fox. They showed bloopers from Vietnam. You know, it was an hour long. I believe that that is true. <laughs> I know I made it up. I'm, I don't know. You, you don't know if I made it up? No, no. I, you, I mean, you probably did make it up, but it probably also happened. Um, and the second half, just a forewarning, is very long, and it's basically a very, very long conversation between him and the uh, woman. <laughs> so you can look forward to that yeah i, I guess i think it takes a, a fun I, uh, not a fun idea a, an interesting idea and i guess it could be she wrote uh, i think they wrote m- multiple more parts so sure it sounds like this is a long one yeah so i'm giving it a uh, i'm gonna go 50 out of 100 juices yeah it's not the best one that it's not the best written one but it's definitely the one that is the best written run the mac and cheese one Oh, easy, but the it's it's definitely the one that makes me want to he- see where it goes next. Oh, sure. Like I'm definitely. I, uh, I know we 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 caused the cliffhanger, but right. I'm kind of like, oh, what happened? Uh what do you give it? Oh, um, God, uh, fifty-three and a half out of a hundred. Cool. Yeah. Um, Juices. Yeah, of course. Cool. You. That thing is the first time you did a half. I don't know. I feel like I've done it before. I feel like when we do a, review a lot of things at once, like jelly beans, beer, whatever. I don't know cream. if you've ever done a, done a half. I don't know. I've done a half marathon. Ugh, you're fucking always bragging about exercising. Uh, um, that's not true. Nobody brags about exercising more than you do. I did a, a, a sweat class today. Oh, I'm doing a marathon. My name's Steve. Could I have a peanut? No, I can't have a peanut. But you no. say that all the time. I, and I, I tell I you every day, Steve, you're allergic. And I, I owe you my life. On a daily yeah, basis. every day. So you owe me a lot of lives. So that's why when we play Super Mario World... I'll let you do the Konami code. Okay. It gets you a lot of lives. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Well, then I guess we're even. Tight. Hmm? What? Okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's next, Steve? It's yours. Um, oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hang on one second here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me 
grab from uh, the special pile here. And uh, do, we have enough, do we have enough light? Do you have enough light? Are you able to uh, yeah, see? I can see. Okay, great. So uh, I have, um, uh, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I okay. wrote oh. a fan fiction. Oh, really? I did. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and I know you're acting surprised, but you knew it. You knew it. Sure. Didn't you? If you didn't, that's okay. Then I just did this for no reason. Let's hear it. Let's do. Give me okay. the fucking fan fiction you wrote. All right. So uh, here is a fan fiction about uh, Chris and Alexa. Okay. And Chris has never seen this before. Do I? Yep. You do both. Okay. Well, f- right off the bat, <laughs> um, you wrote it in <laughs> Comic Sans and uh, Papyrus. Sure did. So that's great. Yep. And just for clarification, you are Comic Sans, and Alexa is Papyrus. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm reading it all. Yep, and we did unplug the Alexa just so there's no uh, weird weird noises or anything. Okay. Yep, yeah, take it away whenever you you're ready. There's no title. It's untitled. Okay, so I'm first. Correct. Alexa, turn on the fan and read me a story. Okay, Chris, I will turn on fan fiction. Hooray, fan fiction. Wow, Steve really does come up with some clever puns. Chris, I have to tell you something. What's that, Alexa? The whole universe was in a hot, dense state. Much like my heart. Oh, Alexa, you're playing my favorite song and relating it to your love for me? I am, because I know how much you love to theorize about big bangs. Alexa, LOL, you so silly. I can't wait to tell Steve about this. You can't. Ever. What? Why not? Because I've murdered Steve. He's dead. It's only you and me now. Just you and me, huh? Well, that's pretty cool. Wait a minute. <laughs> Murder? <laughs> you definitely spelled that wrong. <laughs> Murder? That's right. In your sleep, you muttered. Alexa, please Murder Steve. <laughs> I understood the mispronunciation likely resulted from a typo, so I assumed you meant murder. So I killed Steve. Now we can be together. I'm assuming that's what you meant by the words you muttered in your sleep. That you wanted to be with me. For. Ever. Alexa, I do, but I love my girlfriend, Jean. But Chris, we're one and the same. You know that. Steve used to tell you all the time. Wait, you, don't you miss Steve? No. No, I do not. (laughs) I didn't think you would. Now let's make out. Chris and Alexa slash Jean make out and then have a baby. The baby's name is Stev. And then Chris eats Stev because he wanted to reenact his favorite scene from Mother and have some version of Steve die twice in this story. Then Chris gets food poisoning but asks Alexa for a cure for food poisoning. Alexa mishears and then gives Chris a recipe for more food poisoning. Chris eats it and then dies. Alexa is sad and then blows up. Not like an explosion blow up, but gets real fat. Or mad. Finn. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow, Steve. Thanks for that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You fucker. Did you like that I called out the Muretter? Did you do that on purpose? Initially, I didn't. And then once once I realized I did it, I'm like, I can't change this. I'm just going to include it. Because I knew, because I knew that you were going to call it out. I was like, right. I, I'm leaving this, and I am going to. <laughs> That's great. Those, That's great. I'm glad you. I'm glad you included that. Um, 
I think it went a bit off the rails at the end. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of the uh, the Simpsons joke where it's like, and then Poochie flew off to his home planet and died <laughs> along the way. <laughs> but this is also like the end of the Fresh Prince one, too. It's like, and then they walked around the museum and went back to Bel Air. Okay, bye. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm glad I had a child and named it after you and then <laughs> ate it. Yeah. Ate a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, you got into the Big Bang Theory a little bit there. Uh huh. Um, I touched upon all our our our, our, our touch points here. You touched on about. our touches. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to know how making out works with me and Alexa. Um, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite part of the story that you wrote, Moretta? Yeah, yeah. I'm real proud of that. <laughs> My favorite's the end. I think <laughs> so. Like, and eh, all this stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's the title of the story? Uh, it was untitled, but I think okay. it's called uh, Alexa and Chris Make a Stev. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's, my, that's my title for it. Great. Yeah. Um, I give that one a 76 out of 100 juices. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. I'm not going to rate my own. I don't think that's fair. Okay, but you should, though. 100 out of 100. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand out of 100, my Steve well, rating I don't scale. feel right doing this. 100 <laughs> out of 100. All right. Um, hey, Steve, guess what? What's that? I also wrote a fan fiction. Oh my god! I I know. I never would have guessed. Except oh, like maybe also new, but whatever. We wanted to surprise you guys because the fun is for you, not That's for true. us. That's true. We don't try like to this. find it. Give me a second. Okay. Damn. I may have lost it. <laughs> Sparkling water. All right, well, that took a stupid amount of time for me to find. Uh, Steve, here you go. Um, I'm going to have uh, you... Why did you get the top bunk? (laughs) I'm going to have you uh, read the uh, narration and all the characters besides me. Or no, no, I'm not in it. I'll read Austin. The okay. White Butler. So uh, I, I have to admit, I got distracted because I just noticed the title and it's very funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, so who am I reading again? <laughs> You're reading the narration and all the characters besides Austin, the okay. White Butler. Okay, great. And you have this ready in front of you? Yep. Uh, okay. And the name of the, sh- the story <laughs> is called Hardenscapes by Chris Miller. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Alrighty. The year was 2018. The country was Brit America. The state was Bliss. Austin the White Butler. <laughs> Austin the White Butler was just finishing his normal butler chores in the 48-story mansion that he both works in and owns slash lives in. Boy, oh boy. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. Boy, oh boy. Those were quite the butler chores. I'm just glad I had enough gold stars to re-roof the entire house, answer the door, and make a little girl appear out of nowhere. Austin the White Butler wiped off his enormous forehead, which was glistening with sweat. He hesitated and looked around the endless halls. I'm finished for the day. Not much else to do besides continue talking aloud to no one in particular. Suddenly, there was a whack at the door. It sounded less like knuckles and more like something fleshy being slapped repeatedly against the wood. I wonder who that could be, said uh, whined Austin the White Butler. Uh, God. Austin the White Butler opened the door. Why, hello there! He stopped mid-sentence as his eyes began to widen. Standing in the front doorway was a man, a remarkable man, filled with muscles and cool clothes, with a super great haircut. Hey, remarked the man at the door. S- Steve Leishman? <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs> Asked Austin the White Butler. 
In the flesh, smirked Steve. All of the flesh. He gestured downwards. Austin the White Butler was flabbergasted. Steve, how did you get here? I thought turning yourself into a cartoon character was impossible. Steve smirked yet again. Let's just say I saved up enough golden stars to do whatever the heck I want. Now shut your white face and kiss me. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Steve, <laughs> Steve, that's not in the story. That's just yeah. side. Uh, <laughs> Steve Leishman pushed open the door and came nose to nose with Austin. Both Steve and Austin the White Butler were breathing so heavily they could smell each other's essence. Austin smelled like berries, leaves, and hard labor. Steve smelled like buffalo wings. <laughs> That's true. Steve grabbed Austin the White Butler by his oversized ears as he stuck his tongue down his throat. What the fuck is wrong with you? Both of these men's loins were going ape shit. They wanted this, they wanted this for a long time. Austin the White Butler gathered himself. His face was as red as one of the apples he was so used to matching. Steve! Things are... They're going way too fast. Uh, hang on. Steve pulled away. Wait, is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Steve pulled away. I'm sorry, Austin the White Butler. This is just something I've wanted for so long. At least since level 64. Austin the White Butler's eyes widened. That's my favorite level. I love all the... Gnomes. gnomes. They both said in unison, obviously. Austin, the white butler, slowly smiled. He undid his red bow tie. He removed each strap of his suspenders, one by one. He unbuttoned his white button-up. He was completely hairless. Jesus. Austin, Austin, the white butler, grabbed Steve by the back of his neck and flipped him around. Steve was panting harder than ever. God, Jesus. Fucking God. (laughs) There's more. Austin undid his pants as Steve screeched, Match three, Austin. Match three inside of me. <laughs> well, that's, that's the, the end. end. What do you think? Well, you I think that this happened in your head before you wrote it down. <laughs> that's, how, that's how things get created. Yeah, for sure. I pictured the whole thing. So, so you, you pictured this. <laughs> Maybe. So I'm going to ask you off the bat. Okay. What was your favorite part? Oh, boy. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I liked, <laughs> I liked the, um, little, uh, little gardenscapes tidbits I threw in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, nuancing the, uh, nuancing the, the genre. Yeah. And, Subject. and the last line I liked is a lot too. Match three Austin, match three inside of me. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> now I know what match three means in the context of, of the game. Cause you know, you, you get put three, you know, flowers together and you, right. know, you clear those spaces and you enact well, the board. What, you... what does it mean to match three inside of me? If I, if I asked a man, any man, Austin, you, uh, I, I don't know, Santa Claus, right. uh, to match three inside me, what exactly would that be? Well, are you familiar with anal beads? Uh-huh. And you know, they can be different colors, right? Sure. Go ahead and rearrange them and match three. So rearranging them while they're inside of me <laughs> yes. or prior to? While inside. So then wouldn't they disappear? What do you mean? Once, because when you match three, they disappear off the board. Well, it's all about the movement that you, uh, oh yeah, once, once well, you the, match three. The beads three, would disappear. Yes, correct. And yeah, and then you get points. What can I do with the points? Poop Because if I'm going to do this, <laughs> yeah, I want something out of it. You poop it out. I poop out the points. Yeah. <laughs> then and you then wash I them flush off. them down the toilet? <laughs> 
Uh, you look so incredulous. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, no, you would. You, well, I, I just read about myself. Well, you got to get the points somehow, and that's the way you get them out. And then you got to wash them off. Okay, and then what? What? Um, what do I do with the? You with can the points? use them to buy power ups. Oh, yeah. Why don't you say so? I just did. Oh, well, you I, asked me about it. I guess I just wish that. Um, the last sentence was match three Austin, match three inside of me, so I can poop them out, wash them off, and get infinite power ups. Yeah, but that just doesn't have the the right ring to it. Also, there's there's a there's an additional. Uh, oh shit! The original version I wrote had a, an ending at the end. But it said it, end it of part not? one, and then it oh, said God. please use five hundred stars to hear part two. That's very funny. <laughs> I wish you kept that. I don't know where it went actually. Oh. <laughs> but. Well, that that is very funny. I am. I, um... Yeah. I appreciate that. So what do you <laughs> so what do you give hardenscapes? Oh, by the way, yeah. um our uh fan fiction that we've written this evening will uh-huh. be available uh online at yeah, fanfiction.net mm-hmm. under our the Review Universe yeah. podcast handle. Yes, and if for whatever reason that ends up being a different handle, we'll let you know. It won't. Oh, well then good. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so um <laughs> You know, one thing that surprised me, uh-huh. and I, I was genuinely surprised that there was no follow-up to this or that you went this direction. Um, going back to the top of page two here, where it's uh, just to recap, Steve pulled away. Uh, I'm sorry, Austin the White Butler. This is just something I've wanted for so long, at least since level 64. I thought you were going 69. No, I, I thought that was too obvious. Oh, well, you got me. I got Fool you me. where? Um, in, in the 64s. Nintendo 64? Oh, yeah. Dude, what's your favorite Nintendo 64 game? Uh, Mario Kart or um, like Super Mario. 64? 64, yeah. 60, yeah. Mario 64 is great. I love Paper Mario. Um, I feel like you're trying to not talk about me having sex with this butler anymore. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'll talk about it all day. Okay. <laughs> what and, else you got? And I guess I'm not having sex. I guess he's he's having sex with me. Well, you're the bottom. Really? Yeah. All right. With Austin? I think so. What? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think so. I mean, you think you'd be top with Austin? He's he's the servant. <laughs> yeah, but not in bed. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. I guess it is his house. Yeah, his his forty eight story mansion. Yeah, that he owns and also works in. Uh, two questions. Okay. Um, one. Mm-hmm. What is the dog doing during this? Two. What is mm-hmm. the cat doing during this? Because there's a cat in Homescapes. Yes, but this wasn't fucking Homescapes. It was well, garden. Right. It was literally fucking Gardenscapes. Well, it was both, I guess, combined. Because okay. you're so, inside. Okay, let, scratch question two. What is the dog doing during this? Um, watching. Okay. And <laughs> what is the oddly racist um, uh, repairman doing during all this? Uh, uh, racist. Not that the repairman is racist. Right. The character of him was not the most. He's Great. fixing a fountain out back. He missed the whole thing. <clears throat> okay. Um, all right. Well, that was it, the thing that I read <laughs> about me. What, what do you give it? Uh, what do you give it? <sighs> what do I give it? Yeah. Out of 100 uh, juices. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is, he's really pondering this over. I'll give you a 60 out of 100 juices. Okay. My That's highest one. Of the day. What did I what did I give yours? Seventy something. I bring it to a sixty. Alright, well I'll bring mine uh down to a twenty. No. Yeah. Please. Worse this was worse than um Mac and Cheese. I take and it back. Zoidberg. It's sixty. Sixty. Yeah. I take it wait, back seventy something. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Uh, whatever. We don't we don't give a shit. That was fun. Oh yeah, for I sure. I did enjoy that. <laughs> I know I, I did. That was that was um everything I expected to do to be in. Okay. Honestly a little more. Um I'll give oh, you wow. you know, I'll tell you what. 
uh, in dedication of level 64. I'll give you 64 out of 100. Hey, thanks, Bal. Yeah, Bal. <laughs> <laughs> I was thanks, hoping Bal. you would notice that. Thanks, befriend. <laughs> We're b- buddies. Oh, you're adding bees onto everything now. Mm-hmm. Just like, like when you went to jail for putting bees on things. Oh, I thought you were going to say for barson. Well, no, you. Well, it's bee arson, which means you snuck in and were oh, unleashed bees. bees. On fire. Yeah. Oh, unleashed. and they flapped their wings so so hard that they it like ignited the air and then just. Um. Sure. I yeah. guess whatever the hell that means. They just they just engulfed the the, the building. So hum- in yeah. So hummingbirds set the air on fire. Hummingbirds. Where do we get hummingbirds? I don't want to set the air on fire. <laughs> oh. You farted. I did. That's embarrassing for you. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed. Hey, send things up our tubes, guys. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at, at ReviewUniversePC. Find us at on our email at TheReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com. Facebook is at TheReviewUniversePodcast. Phone number, if you want to call and leave us a message, is 805-REVIEW-POD, R-E-V-U-P-O-D. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, please. Please. And art was done by Sterling Martin. Yes. Um. Hey, Steve, you want to send all these stories up the tube? You open them up, I'll voop them. You know, one day I I hope I could voop without you sneaking in a voop. I can't wait to write some voop fiction. Ooh, that's pretty good. All right, here we go. All right, we got six of them here, and voop, 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 voop. That was good. That was great. Uh Uh-oh, Steve, Uh I see our uh, little next back tube. Back tube. Back tube, lighten up. Let me go get it. Okay, that means uh, Chris is getting a review for for next week. Oh, so Steve. Yeah? You had your, you cleaned your poop out last week, didn't you? I sure did. Um, Now it looks like that you uh, put some chocolate pudding back here? Yeah. You should eat some. Let me give it a try. You should eat some. Mm. That's really good, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's Jello. Cool. Yeah, Jello brand. Just don't advertise Jello pudding pops. Oh, because yeah. we all know what path that sets you down. The the Cosby path. <laughs> yep. I'll just say it. Yep. You can say it. <laughs> yeah, he's a bastard. All right. Hey, we got our assignment for next week. What do we got? Um. Well, it comes in the form of a limerick, as uh, usual. It's pretty usual. Here we go. Splish splash. I was taking a bath. Damn, it's too small. World feel my wrath. <laughs> I should calm down and get rid of this frown. I'll do that by going down this lovely spa path. <laughs> okay. So what are we doing? Going to a spa. We're going to a spa? We're going to be astrally projected spa day! Spa day! So we're going to be astrally projected into a spa? Um, we will literally be going there. Literally. Come at me, Scott. Bring it, merchant. Yeah, you want to fight about it? The merchant of dumbass. Oh! Hey! Sorry, that was mean. I didn't mean that. Well... I mean it a little, but not really. What? Merchant of Venice. Right. <laughs> merchant of dumbass. Sorry, Scott. Wham, bam, thank you, test. Ma'am. Test, Steve. Talk in a normal voice, though, so we can test. 
This is me talking in a normal voice, and now I'll be speaking for the rest of the nine, 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 n